I am really excited by Taylor Swift and this new Travis guy, apparently some kind of American football player. I know he's massive. It's adorable. It's really nice to see her finally dating somebody who I feel is like in her league somebody that is her equal and one of the reasons I'm so excited about it is how public this thing is playing out and I was never even a big Swifty like I was a Beyonce girl through and through what Beyonce do hello obviously um however Taylor is a oh she's a genius she's a modern day Shakespeare she's an artist she's a poet she's epic she's everything she is I think all young girls hopes and dreams and just life story played out into the most beautiful uh, songs that are just it's just art her her lyrics are artwork and so to see her publicly dating somebody that seems to be publicly kind of crazy about her mate i'm here for it that's what we're going to talk about today public displays of affection do 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 famous with a baby so dating dating number 1 i think is really difficult because Dating, you want to be on the same page with somebody, right? You don't want to date somebody that's only after like a bit of a shag and a bit of a fun time thing. There's a, there's a time and a place for that. Listen, I'm all up for like just one night stands. Those things were very, very fun in the day, even though they never really appealed to me. And I was really, really jealous of my friend called um, Delia. I've changed the name to her actual one because I fucked up there and said her real name. But she won't mind. Back in the day, Delia was really cool at that stuff. Like she could just have sex with a guy and she'd be so cool. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're like a queen. Like, how do you do that? Because I'd have sex with a guy and then be afterwards like, mm, I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. But she'd be like, yeah, and whatever. That was great. Fuck off. Like, I'm done. See you later. And I've always really kind of admired people that can do that. Like, why can't I do, why can't I just have casual sex and be cool with it? Like, why can't I be cool? Because even if I wanted to be cool, even if in the casual sex I was cool as, even if I was like, watch this, reverse cowgirl, yeehaw, like, confident, back in the day, before I turned into a slug, like... Even after that, the next day I still be like, oh, I hope they text me. Oh, I hope they call me. I really hope they call me. And actually, as I've got older, I've realised actually I don't want that life anymore. I haven't had that life for a long time. I really like being, like, nurtured. I really like knowing where I stand with somebody. I really like somebody coming forward and saying, this is how I feel about you. Like, I'm here for it. What do you want? Oh, that's the sexiest thing. Like, I don't want to play those games anymore. Who likes playing those games anymore? Because you know how it used to be, you know, like, you know, when you meet a guy and you bring him back to your place and you're about to make love for the first time and you're a bit nervous, aren't you? You're a bit like, oh, hope it fits. <laughs> it does. I'm actually surprisingly accommodating. I know you wouldn't think it to look at me, but uh, honestly, it's like, oh, it disappears. Where's my willy gone? Where's my willy gone? I got it, boo. I got it. And you never mad that passionate sex with this guy. And to be honest, you don't even know his name. So you'd just be calling him hun, but you get calling you babe. So fuck it, you're playing the same console, right? And he leaves first thing in the morning because someone's got to fucking drive the bus. Toot toot, see you later, right? And you wake up the next day and you're all glowing, aren't you? You know when you've, you know when you've had sex and you're glowing, like proper glowing. Like when you come downstairs and you'd see your flatmate or your mum, whoever you live with, right? and you'd be like, I fucked this dude. She was very proud. And they'd be like, oh my God, yeah, we know, like we heard. And you're like, oh my God, sorry, did you hear me? Oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. Oh my God, you heard me? That's so awkward. Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh my gosh, am I glowing? Oh my God, I haven't even got any highlighter on. Am I beaming? Oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing that you heard me. Oh my gosh, how awkward. I'm so mortified. You'd have like the best sexy life. And then you tell your friends, wouldn't you? You tell your friends and you'd be like, oh my gosh, I had sex with this guy. Like it was amazing. I loved it. I had the best sex ever. Like I didn't even cry, <laughs> right? High five. And then you get to the point, you're like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to text him. 
I'm just going to send him a text message. And if your friends are like my friends, they're like, text him, you can't text him, don't text the guy, whatever you do, do not text the guy. Like, I'm just going to text him, what's wrong with texting the guy? Like, I've, like I fucked him, like I think I could text him, like do not text the guy, whatever you do, do not text him. That's the worst thing you could do right now, is to text the guy. And you're like, but what, what, that's the worst thing? Like, yeah, it's the worst thing you could do, is text him right now. Don't you realise, like men do not like being chased, you've got to let the man be the alpha male, let the man come to you, let the man be the alpha male. So what does that make me? Omega three, I am not a fish. And you're like, oh, so I can't text him. They're like, no, never text him. Like, if you've just had sex with him, you cannot. To, don't chase him. Like, you have to play the game. Don't you understand the game? You have to follow the rules of the game. What are the rules of the game? You can't text a guy. But I had sex with him. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it's really inappropriate. And I'd always be like, it's really inappropriate to text. Like, I don't understand why it's inappropriate to text him. Like, I don't get it. Like, you'd meet a guy, right? And you'd you'd have an amazing night with him. You'd have a night of passionate lovemaking. Okay, it wasn't lovemaking. Let's keep it real. Like, it was like banging. Like, a night of great sex. Like, great, pleasurable, awesome sex. Like, they literally have their face buried between your legs. And you're like, mate, if you text the guy, it's awkward. And you're like, I had his, I had his, I had his head in between my legs for like three hours. Like he's seen everything. Like he's seen more than a doctor would. Yet me sending him a text message is where it gets awkward, is it? They're like, yeah, it's really inappropriate. And you're like, this guy fucked me so hard he gave me a seizure. Like I banged my head against the wall, knocked myself out for a minute, came back round, started it again. But sending him a text message is where it gets awkward. Like I never understood that. Like I'd be like, I sucked your dick dry. I think I can send you a text. Like there are no games here. So you text him and you play these stupid games. And this is a routine from a show I did called What Would Beyonce Do? So you can see this online. So you text the guy, right? But you, did, you had to be cool. Like, how do you have to be cool? You had to be cool to get the guy. Like, you can't be too needy. Like, men don't like it if you're needy. Like, so you text him and be like, oh, hi, hun. Uh, babe here. <laughs> Um, how long does it take to boil an egg, right? Because you want to send him a question because you want to make him interested. So you're like, send him a question. Don't send him a statement because he won't reply to a statement. Send him a, something interesting that he has to reply to, like engage his interest, right? And then he would take like three days to reply. Three. Da- what the fuck have you been doing for three days? What the fuck have you been doing for three days? And then when you finally get the message back, is it ever worth the wait? The message you get back from the guy, is it ever worth the wait? Is it ever worth the wait? Is it ever say anything along the lines of, oh, I know, um, hi there, Louisa. Yeah, I found out your name when I Googled beautiful. That is one of my favourite jokes of all time. When I wrote that joke, I was like, well done me, you can have a biscuit. Yum, 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 yum. I love that joke. You know, uh, sorry I haven't been in touch. I just, um, listen, I've been uh, really working on my um, on myself. I've been going to the gym and going to therapy and I have a great relationship with my mum. So I dropped her off to the airport for a holiday for her and her friends. I really love and respect women and I've just not really been looking for anything in particular. But then I came across you and like you blow my mind because I wasn't planning on meeting anybody. But I met you and wow, now I'm just besotted and uh, I would love to get to know you better as a person. So I booked a table at number one Oriental Buffet on Friday at 8 o'clock. I hear it's your favourite. Um, well, I didn't hear it's your favourite. They just got a picture of you in the window. You won some kind of competition. Apparently it was like a duck eating competition and you won it. So I booked that restaurant. Let me know if you're up for it. Love from Hercules. Kiss, 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 kiss. That's never the message, is it? That's never the message. No, the message you get back after three days is uh, five minutes, full stop, no kiss. I hate those games. I'm so glad I'm not playing those games anymore. Like, I hate those games. I've never been any good at them. I've never been cool. I've never been good at them. I've never been good at playing it cool. In fact, this is how cool I am in a relationship. In my last relationship that I had, I was so in love with him and I was mad about him. And one of the reasons I really liked him is because he came forward and he said, I like you. This is going to be a thing. You're obviously a bit nervous, a bit weird. So you just relax and do your thing. You do what you need to do, but just know that I'm here. And I was like, oh, but can I, can I like call you all the time? He's like, if you want to. Can I text you thousand thousand times a day if you want to? Okay, can I, can I, can I? He's like, look, for the next two weeks, just for two weeks, just imagine that you can do what you want. Okay, so you can text me, you can call me, you can do whatever you like for the next two weeks, and let's just see how you feel. And I was so excited by this offer. I was so excited by him saying, just relax, you can do whatever you want, right? 
we were in the park at the time. And to show my excitement, I did a cartwheel. <laughs> but I can't actually do cartwheels. So it was more of a handstand. But I can't actually do a handstand either. So it was like it was like a downward dog. So I did like a downward dog to show him. But like I kicked my legs back up like a horse to show my excitement. <laughs> That's how cool I am. <laughs> and we still dated after that. So, you know, ladies, don't follow the rule book. If you really want a guy to fall in love with you, do a do a downward dog with a, a horse kickback when he tells you that <laughs> you're allowed to call him. I mean, obviously that relationship didn't work out, but that's not the point. It started with really good intentions. And I think that's what I really like about seeing a relationship where actually it's just open and honest from the get-go. Like you're excited by it and you're proud to show it off. Like, because it's really nice to be proud to be shown off. Like, isn't it lovely? Like, not too much where it's like arm candy of like, look who I'm with, it's a status thing. You know, sometimes you see these guys... Or, or women, and it's like, a, uh, mainly from guys though, where traditionally you'd have like this status thing, of so you'd see like a guy with like a red sports car, and then you have like a beautiful woman on his arm, it's very much a statement thing. I'm talking about where like you're genuinely really proud to and happy to be with the, with the person that you're with. So the fact that Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend, like Joe, whatever his name was, didn't mention their relationship in like six years. We never heard him say anything about her in six years. And this Travis guy's come along, and he's spoken more about her in the last two weeks than her ex did in six years. Like, I'm here for it. I want to see it. I want to be in a relationship with somebody that is proud to be with me. I want to be with somebody that's excited to be dating me. Like, I, I want to be excited to be dating them. And it's not that you have to tell the world and let everybody know your business and put it all over Instagram and be like, this is my boyfriend, this is my boyfriend, even though I will be doing that, even if you hide his face. Like, it's not about that, but it's about being like, both being open and honest with where you're at and not playing those silly mind games, but being like, hey, I like you, you like me, let's do this. Let's explore this together. Because even if it doesn't work out, it's always funny, isn't it? It's always funny. You know when you're on the outside of love and you think about love, you go, don't do that. That's ridiculous. Because if it doesn't work out, it'd be really embarrassing. Nobody would know that you dated and you don't want everybody to know that you dated because it didn't work out. But actually, when you're in love, you're like, fuck it. Let's tell the world. Let's tell everybody. Because even if it doesn't work out, it was better to have loved and lost than to have never been loved at all, right? Don't you always feel like that? But don't you realise that that expression only works when you're in love? So when you're in your when you're in love, you're like it's better to love and lose than never to love. When you're not in love, you're like mate, you're fucking pipe down. Nobody needs to know all your losses, mate. You don't need to tell everybody about your failures. Like it was bad enough that you told everybody you were going to the gym. Look how quickly that stopped. Okay, <laughs> you don't need to add to the pile. <laughs> so I, I'm here for it. I think it's really lovely to be in a relationship where somebody is celebrated. And it isn't really if we go a little bit into it. Isn't that what a marriage is? Isn't that what a wedding is? Isn't that what a wedding is? It's a celebration to say, look, this is my person. This is who I want to be with. And how lovely is that to celebrate? How lovely is that to celebrate and enjoy and have a party together and get together and celebrate that, that, that new unionship? Oh, love can be so nice when it's not played with games. Like, I like it when it's not played with games. Like, I really like it when it's very honest and very clear and you both know where you stand. I think that, for me, is it weird that, not, it was not weird, I find that sexier now. I find it sexy when I meet somebody and I know exactly where I stand with them. Like, for me, that's hot. Like, I like that. I think it's sexy. And I think there's something very attractive about a man coming forward and saying, this is what I want, you're who I want, this is how I want, this is how I want it. <laughs> and it's rare that you get men in that space, because I feel like men don't exist in that space. Like, I don't understand why I'm not allowed to chase the guy. Like, I've never been good at that. Because I think because I grew up with boys, so I've always just been like, yeah, well, I'm like a boy. 
so I'll just do what they do. And like they're not very assertive, was I was very assertive, so I can't just go for what I want. But you're not allowed to be like that with dating. Like traditionally, you've got to let the man be the alpha, let the man be the alpha, let the man come hunt you, let the man hunt you. When the man's ready in hunting season, he'll come hunt you. Until then, let the man be in his man cave. And you've got to let the man be in his man cave and have his own private space and little space. And you're like, why does a man have to be in his man cave? Like, why can't I just, because men are like elastic bands. What do you mean like elastic bands? Men are elastic bands, they have to be in a man cave. And men love bitches. What? This makes no sense. Why can't guys just be normal and easygoing and cool? because you gotta let the man be the hunter let the man be the hunter look one no man wants a relationship it's you dumb bitches that want a relationship you dumb bitches are like needy needy mcneederson me 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 please can i have a relationship please can i be in a relationship no man wants that a man is born an alpha independent born alone die alone what happens is one day the man in his man cave, he'll bump his head so hard and all of a sudden that day he'll be ready for a relationship and he'll go out and he'll go out of his man cave and he'll give that relationship to the first bitch that he lay out on. You only have a very short window to catch a man when he's ready for a relationship and you better catch that man in that window because in that window he'll be ready but out of that window he's never ready. That's why sometimes you see a couple get together and you go, how the fuck did that happen? That's how that happened. <laughs> she caught him in his window. Like, Men can't be that basic. Like I refuse to believe they can be that basic. Like I refuse to believe it. Like there's gotta be there's gotta be more to you lot. There has to be more to you lot. I believe in you guys. I'm like a cow. I see you as six times bigger than you see yourself. <laughs> Did you know that fact about cows, guys? Cows are actually the most confidence boosting creatures. Like they see you bigger than you actually are. And I just think that's lovely. Oh, I'm just a fragile little frail man. I can't do anything. I'm useless. Oh, insult culture is the way forward for me. And a cow's like, no, you're a he-man. You're Spider-Man on acid. Go out there and get it, boo. Yay, yippee! <laughs> the cows believe in me. It's a bit of a detour, but I believe in you, men. So, like, it's finding a man when he's ready and open for a relationship, isn't it? It's finding a man when he's ready and open for that. But also, as a woman being open and ready for that, like, when are you open and ready for that? And you, you can be open and ready for it at any period of your life. This is the thing that blows my tiny mind. These people that got together at 16, 17, 18, 19, and are still together now. Like how, like, how? Have you just become enmeshed? Have you just grown together and become one body and one soul? Is that what's happened? Like, how do you do that? How do you do that? And then you hear about these other relationships where you get these men that are like married for 40 years. They have a 40-year marriage. Then the wife dies. And then within a year, they're in a new wedding. They're in a new marriage. Like, I don't understand relationships. They don't make any sense to me. But I do like, I do like love. I think love is great. And I think it's really exciting to see um, Taylor Swift, like with this guy, and I, I envy these women that can seem to just have relationship after relationship after relationship. Like, how, how? How? Obviously, you're Taylor Swift, so that's how. But, like, like I'll meet one guy and I'll be stuck on him for, like, ten years. Ten years. And we would have only dated for six months, but I'll, but I'll stretch it out for that long. And isn't it nice to have somebody that's like excited to be with you and like show like I always remember dating a guy I dated a comedian many many years ago and uh, he was like more successful than I was like I was a newbie and he was becoming quite established and um, so we were dating and we were talking and I was like his best friend but he didn't want anyone to know that we were dating like he didn't want anyone to know that we were together and I was so excited to have a boyfriend like I was like I got a boyfriend you know those bitches that are like 
you know, when they get a boyfriend, they dump their friends. I'm like, yeah, best believe. Like, are you fucking mad? I've been with you lot for 20 years. Like, as soon as I get some penis, mate, I'm out of here. See you later. <laughs> like, I'll be back, obviously, but let me enjoy my five minutes. Um, I was so excited to have a boyfriend. And so I remember going to this event with him once and he was like, don't tell anybody that we're dating. Like, don't tell anybody that we're dating. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, of course. Yeah, no, why would I tell anybody? That's a really good plan. Like, yeah, of course. Like, if that's what you want, I won't tell anybody or tell anybody that we're dating. No problem. Um, I'll keep my mouth closed, which is the opposite of what you want at bedtime, isn't it? Eh? Oi, oi. I'd go out to this event with him and he was like, don't tell me we were dating. And then I'd be with this group of girls that would be talking about the guy that I was dating, talking about, like, how like lovely he is, how attractive he is, how whatever, and they think he's probably gay. Like, they're like, he must be gay because he hasn't got a girlfriend. And I wanted to be like, uh, actually, I am his girlfriend, like on the DL, like it's me, hi. But I couldn't say that. So I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, like, who knows? Like, yeah, he might be. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, he dresses fabulously, so, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, and then on the way home, I repeated this conversation to him and said, oh, these girls were talking about you saying how, like, attractive you are and how lovely you are and that you might be gay. And I was like, yeah, obviously, like, look how tra- like nicely he dresses. And then he had a go at me. And then he had a, he told me off, and he, we fell out that night because he was really annoyed with me because I told this bunch of girls that he might be gay because he dresses really well, even though they suggested it first. And he told me not to tell anybody that we're in a relationship. So like, I didn't really win that one. I didn't do very well in that one. I found that quite hard. And I think I l- I think I would like it. I think if I have a partner that I really like, I'd like to tell people like, this is my boyfriend, like this is my guy. And I also want him to be like, this is my girl. I think that's a really nice thing to want. And I find it weird when people don't want to do that because surely that means that something else is going on. That something more is lurking underneath because if you're not excited by who you're with, then is that an indication that maybe you shouldn't be with them? Maybe you shouldn't be with them? So actually, seeing Taylor Swift's love life play out could be a lesson for us all. I think there's something very nice about being public about uh who you're in love with i think it's very lovely and like i say you don't have to shout at them on social media you don't have to share it you don't have to tell everybody you don't have to post it everywhere you don't have to whatever you can do what works for you like when i was in a relationship i didn't really post about him online or share about him online or post any pictures of him and actually i really liked that i really liked that he was just mine and he was like my little thing like and it was our little thing and it was just together and he supported me and all my work and everything I did and it was really nice for me to have part of my life that was private but I could celebrate that I was in love and I could celebrate that I'd met somebody and I could celebrate that I'd found somebody and I was really excited la 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 also it really helps when you break up because then nobody needs to know shit and you're like yeah that that picture of me in Christmas dinner yeah that was just me he wasn't there (laughs) let's not talk about that It's just nice, isn't it? Love is nice. Guys, maybe I'm going to rejoin Bumble. Maybe I'll give Bumble a go again. I don't want to because I hate Bumble. I hate breastfeeding men into a conversation. I've been doing that since I was 12 years old, bitch. Like, I'm tired. I want a guy to approach me. Men don't approach funny women. Let's just talk about this for a second. I'm going to end on this, right? People say that when they're looking for love, they want somebody with a sense of humor. Mate, it means different things for, for either sex, right? And I'm talking about heterosexual relationships here. So when a woman says she's looking for a guy with a sense of humour, what she's looking for is a man to make her laugh. When a guy says he's looking for a woman with a sense of humour, what it means is he's looking for somebody to laugh at his jokes. (laughs) It's a very different thing. It's very, very different. Women want somebody to make them laugh. Men want somebody to laugh at their jokes. And what I want, 
I want a funny guy, right? I want a guy that makes me laugh. Obviously, I want that. I want him to, I want us to laugh together. Like, I want us to make each other, I want us to entertain each other. But what I really, like, I love an alpha male. Like, I love alpha men. I want an alpha male. I love an alpha male. Like, I want a gorilla. I want a gorilla. But I want a gorilla who's been to therapy. That's what I want. That's what I deserve. Uh, let me tell you about my feelings. <laughs> me, yes. Where are you, monkey? Where is my gorilla? Oh, that's that one. A gorilla. Get yourself a gorilla, boo. And I feel like that's what Taylor's got. Like in this relationship, like he seems like a guy who's like really alpha and sexy and sporty and macho and gorgeous and like handsome and strong and powerful and looks like he could throw you over his shoulder, take care of you. But then he also likes dancing and he seems really sweet and sensitive and like lovely. That's what I want, right? That's what I want. Right. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Do 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 Famous with a Baby. I hope you're enjoying these episodes. I'm enjoying making them. It's quite nice. I like it. It's like a little 20 minute set. Like I'm doing basically how I thought I'd plan it is like just do a 20 minute set because you don't sustain anything apart from comedy and stand up. So just do a 20 minute set and do it as a podcast. So that's what we've been doing, boo. That's what we've been doing. This episode was sponsored by Fever Tree Tonic Water. This is what I've been drinking. I really like this. Mate, when I was eating healthy and eating well and stopped drinking fizzy drinks, I went to Tonic Water because it feels like you're drinking a fizzy drink without being a fizzy drink. And when I say sponsored by, um, basically what I'm doing is I'm manifesting, so I'm setting up where I mean to go on. So I'm inserting adverts that aren't real into my podcast now. So when I have real ones, you'll be like, oh, that doesn't feel too out of sorts. Louisa hasn't sold out. She's always been selling us shit. So here's my advert for Tonic Water. Um, when you really like fizzy drinks and the thought of cutting them out makes you depressed and actually feels like you're going cold turkey and it's probably as bad as coming off, you know, hardcore drugs um, because of the sugar and you need something to take the edge off that doesn't hit the spot anywhere near as well but is some kind of comfort towards and you at least you know you're doing something good for yourself. Um, when you can't have the great killer stuff, go for the safe second option. <laughs> Tonic water. Hey, I'm good at adverts, aren't I? So I hope you like them. If you're liking them, do me a favour. On a on Apple or on Spotify, if it gives you the option to leave a review, can you just be like, oh my God, guys, here's my review and I love it. And if it's anything less than a beautiful review, just keep it to yourself, mate. Do you know what I mean? Just keep it in. Just keep it locked in like a little secret love affair with a married person. Oh, don't, don't let that out. But if you like it, share it like Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Is that how you say it? Share the love, boo. Share the love. Thank you for listening. Big love. Speak to you next time. Bye.